Like, what was it? What was the real thing that that made you say, I'm not going to be 300 and something pounds anymore? Welcome to the Get Well, Get Money podcast. My name is Robert Briggs Glover, the ex-fat boy turned fitness entrepreneur. This podcast is about life transformation, body, mind, finances. And I'm going to be using the lessons that I've learned and the lessons that my guests have learned in order to get you guys on the right path towards wellness and wealth. So, super informal, bro. Just like we having a conversation at the shop. No doubt. All right, y'all. So, look. Y'all know I'm in the beginning stages of building this whole podcast empire. I'm going to call it an empire right Mm. now. A podcast empire. Mm. And uh, I'm a learner by experimenting, you know. Right now in the building is one of my best friends, my man Dre, Mm. who's an entrepreneur. He's Mm. a father. He's a comedian. You know, he's a party promoter. He He wears a lot of hats, right? He's someone that I respect a lot. And I... This is a person I respect, not because we always agree with each other, which I think is why I think he's the perfect person to co-host some of these podcasts with me from time to time, because uh, I respect him, but we don't always agree. So I think we can represent different uh, perspectives on certain certain items or topics or whatever you want to call them. So without further ado... Uh, matter of fact, and, and like, like I mentioned earlier, when I first started this, when I first started the recording, I learned through experimenting. Um, I can I can read every book in the world, but it's not until I apply some of the stuff in practice, real life practice. So I'm trying to work on the art of podcasting and the work work on the art of interviewing. So not only is this podcast going to serve as an introduction to my co-hosts, but also it's going to be me working on my interviewing skills. So, Dre, Yo. introduce yourself, my man. Dre, Dre the comedian, cool dude, overall tastemaker. Um, from Chicago, man. Chicago got Chicago in here. Chicago, we in here, man. Yes, sir. No doubt. Shot town. So, just to give y'all some more background, right, Dre. I think I know I know I think I know you for at least I want to say 15 years, Easy. bro. Easily Easy. 15 years. I, I may be underplaying it with that. Yeah. I know I'm a long a long ass time. Mm. Before I was a father, before I was a husband, mm-hmm. before I was an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. before I, you know, it was just it, it was a long time ago. It's a fact. I think the very first time I I told you the story, we the very first time I saw you, it was at a freshman seminar. Mm. And that's when they had it at that was that was o two yeah the front the front building the, yeah the, Douglas Wilder exactly in the Wilder <laughs> building they had it, it was the auditorium and mm. all the freshmen were in that building and, and even you, though I wasn't freshman I was a transfer student yeah well it was your first year so yeah, yeah, every right. first year person mm-hmm. at the university had to attend this a class they called it freshman seminar mm-hmm. but it was it was everybody in there. Yeah. And I think he he mentioned he he shouted out yeah I'm from Chicago something mm-hmm. like that yeah. I remember I remember <laughs> it like crazy. it was yesterday and this is from 2002 we talking bro, that's crazy so bro. 16 years ago that's crazy it's insane that's crazy and, and like how much had look, look the landscape I met my girl that way I, I that, met my girl that day for real I met my girl that day 
Your wife? Yeah, who I'm married to right now. I met her that day. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. I, mean, I didn't really meet her, meet her, but I was flirting. I, I was the first time I seen her, and yeah. I was on her. Word. Yeah, I was on her head, too, boy. And y'all have how many children now? Three kids. Wow. Three kids. Oh, three kids. Yep. Three. Three kids. I got a nine, a six, and a three. Three. So they all three years apart. And it wasn't planned that way. Dang. Yeah, no doubt. That's amazing. That's crazy. That's yeah, that's wild though. That's the that, fact that you even remember I that. Definitely do, bro. That's in real life, that's crazy, bro. Like I like I remember it like it was yesterday, bro. It's yeah. it's that's that's wow. All right, so look, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you a few questions to kind of get the conversations Let's go. started. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if I explained to you like the vision for for the podcast is to create a platform mm-hmm. where we as not just men, but it's gonna be mostly men, mm-hmm. where we can have conversations that that are vulnerable. You feel what I'm saying? That are honest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where we can we can discuss the things that a lot of people try to hide in, in these public forums. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, no doubt. And uh, I, I just see a lot of value in that because a lot of we can't come to resolutions to a lot of the problems that we have in our per- personal life if we don't speak about them if they're if they're continued to be like thrown underneath the bed mm. type issues. You mm. feel what I'm saying? So just just in general, I want to create and I want the conversation to be the star of of the of the yeah, episode. Yeah, you sure. feel what I'm saying? Versus it being a big name. Don't get me wrong, we're gonna get the names up there, but I think I'll be able to have a more candid conversations with people who are, who aren't on the public. Yeah. You know, landscape. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Just so, so really, really quickly, I got a few questions that I kind of jotted down. I didn't really prepare super hard, but um, just to get the conversation started, like I said, Mm -hmm. describe your identity. Your identity are the ideas and concepts and worth that you hold for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's my that's my mm. definite that's the definition that, that I came up with okay. for identity. So with that in mind, right? Your mm. ideas, the ideas and concepts and worth you hold for yourself. How do you describe your identity? I would have to say uh, valuable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, when you put it that way, it's like I would have to look at like what I bring to the table. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And in my opinion, I'm I'm bringing the table, <laughs> right? Like no it's doubt. like that's how I feel about myself. Like, yeah, no doubt. I think that sums it up. That's just, that describes it. But but and, and I went that direction to kind of elaborate a little bit more. Like we 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 normally live up to our, what we see ourselves as, right? So if your identity is something that's Dang, that's dope. My man just showed me. My man just showed me a, a picture of the box. We're gonna get more into his business, yeah. right? He has a dope clothing line. He, you know, it's a whole brand. I don't want to even just bring it down to a clothing line. He just gave me a sneak peek, and that that's epic right now. I just got excited. Pause. So back to what I was saying. Mm-hmm. I, I really feel. I be, I believe that us as human beings in general, not just men, the way we operate. It depends so much on how we perceive ourselves. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, like I, our ideas of ourselves, the image that we 
uphold for ourselves and we usually live up to to that that point and nothing no further so if you if you look at yourself as as the table mm-hmm that means you 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 know the value that you bring to anyone's life, and you're gonna you're gonna behave accordingly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. But I think a lot of people they don't have, they have no idea what their identity is. They they want they want more for themselves mm. in their head mm. than than it doesn't match up with who they think they are. Mm. Their identity is that making sense? Understand this though. One thing I'm learning about identity in this tent in this content right is. It's changing, right? It's constantly changing. It's constantly growing. It's constantly evolving. Absolutely. Your identity is constantly evolving. Who you, how you view yourself, right? It's constantly changing and growing and evolving, man. So you know where where you are right now is nowhere near where you were. When big bricks. Absolutely. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like you a whole different person. Mm-hmm. Somebody came to barbershop today. It's like yo. Yeah, man's like a whole different person right now, like a whole different human being. I'm like, yeah, bro. Yeah. Ain't it beautiful? Yeah, word. Right? But but to the point, my identity has changed. Mm-hmm. So therefore, my life, every every area of my life has changed as well. Right. Right. So so my so my point is like in order to really like work on improving your life, mm-hmm. you need to improve or be clear on your identity you yeah. can't you can't have a thirty thousand dollar year identity and have million dollar dreams i mean you can have dreams or the other way around right e- vice versa it right. goes it's 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 absolute it can go yeah. either way yeah because it seems to me that it, with with on the whole dreaming process it's about activity absolutely it's about doing you know, at some point you gotta do it execution yeah you gotta put the work in bro absolutely Ain't no way around that. No way around the work. Do you consider yourself successful? Yes. And why? Absolutely. And why? Because um, I don't view success just as money. I mean, financial success is cool, but then that's always contingent on who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Financial success, for example, if I'm talking to Oprah and I'm making six figures, I'm looking like a poop butt. Yeah, word. That's a failure. You're a failure to her. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. Right, so it's all contingent on who you're talking to. It's all relative. So if it's all relative, then now it's success is how you view once again how how you view yourself mm-hmm. and how you view how other people view you. Mm. That's even better, right? Word. You know because you, you gotta you know what I'm saying like I mean let's be clear if you're handling your business you taking care of your family mm-hmm. your children love you. Word. That's success. You could be more successful than a dude with a billion dollars in the bank. That's a fact. That's a fact. As a parent, mm-hmm. it's not the cars you drive, it's not the money, then it's the relationships. Mm-hmm. Give me your opinion on on the value of confidence, and can you say that you can be confident and be dead broke at the same time? Yes. Dead broke meaning like you don't have any plans for changing your financial status. You're you're just like that's something else that ain't dead. I mean that's yeah, yeah I mean, okay. Yeah, so like, that's, yeah, you yeah, said dead broke. Yeah, yeah. financial. When oh, you say broke. Okay. We're just talking about money. Gotcha. Yeah, we're not talking about mindset. Okay. When you say dead broke, right? That's just a financial thing. It's not a mindset thing. Absolutely. I've been dead broke before. Yeah, but I always had the mindset that I was only going to be here temporarily. So dead broke to me is more the mindset. If you have zero dollars, you're not necessarily. I, I agree with you because I think the same way. You're not necessarily 
broke. That's just your current state. Yeah. That was your current stats. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Your current stats. But and sometimes it takes being dead broke. Right? Who you telling? Look, I do, I once heard somebody say that rock bottom has created more success than privilege. That's true. If that's true, then guess what? It's necessary almost. Mm-hmm. You're right, bro. I'm I'm nothing without without the lessons that I learned at rock bottom. Mm. None of this. Mm. I built I built my entire brand mm. on things that I learned at rock bottom. So I definitely know the value of rock bottom. So when we talk about dead broke, you know, and dead broke being a mindset, we gotta understand that it's not a final destination. It's just a it's a process. Yeah. You it's know what I'm saying? Now, this is the difference. How long are you dead broke? Yeah. Word. And that says a lot about your mindset. True. True. But we can we can say that the average person in America lives check to check. Mm, right? That's a fact. Lives check to check. They don't that's have access to $500 cash. That's a fact. The average person right now, one one out of maybe, I've got the stats, but they're crazy. Mm-hmm. It blew my mind. Staggering. It blew my mind how many people in America right now, how many people on your street don't have access to $1,000 right now. Yeah. I mean, 90% of them don't, mm-hmm. which is crazy it's fact it's it's crazy i gotta look at things like what you're taught how you literacy Mm -hmm. right we don't do enough conversations about financial literacy that's the facts we talk about everything we talk about everything every endeavor of those things but we don't talk about money Mm -hmm. in the community yep and we need to. And in the school system. Come on, man. Bro, I, I, but they listen. can't teach you. Because if there was a class called Success 101, we take it and not take the other classes. Yes, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I, that's a whole other yeah, podcast episode sure. in itself. Absolutely. The, the sure. whole public school system, the way I feel about it, I have very strong opinions about the, the public schools and how it, this whole thing is systematically built to, to uh, I guess, power the, this crazy economy that mm-hmm. we got going on. But anyway, that's a whole other conversation. Speaking of rock bottom, right? Mm-hmm. What are some of the lessons you learned from the biggest mistakes of your life? If you feel comfortable talking about some of the biggest mistakes, we can do that. But, yeah, for sure. Okay. What? So, all right. What? Are, what are two of the biggest mistakes? Well, let's start with one. What's What's the biggest mistake you ever made in your life? It's hard to call them mistakes, right? Because I say that because who is this rapper? Just dropped the song. Uh, I turn my every L is a lesson. Um, every L is a lesson. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah uh, I'm living my best life. Yeah, exactly. What's his name? Uh, Chance, Chance the Rapper. Rapper from Chance my the Rapper. city. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you see what I'm saying? And that's how I view him now. Mm-hmm. Every mistake I made, you know, a religious person would look at it now and call it a blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'll give you an example. I got out the military prematurely on a college drop right before 9 11 hit. Mm. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. My unit goes to Iraq. My friends die. Word. Right? So it's all contingent on how you want to look at the story. But that's why I said that because I brought up your mistakes to get to the lessons, mm-hmm. right? So it, for, the, for, the, for the context of yeah. the conversation, we're calling it a mistake. But we both, we both know the value of these quote-unquote mistakes. Right. You feel right. what I'm saying? So let's, let's talk about 
Okay, you you so where was the mis- so the mistake was you leave in the military like what was nah, describe that a little bit more for me. I think that the mistake. I think I, I was speaking from the perspective of people looking at it as a mistake. Yeah, right. I'm a young man. I'm in the military. I'm having a certain level of success with it. Mm-hmm. They talk dumb shit about me getting out. Yeah, they said you're gonna work at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be a like they had no idea that I would persevere mm-hmm. so everybody from the outside looking in looking at it as a mistake did you consider it a mistake personally at the time i did though i kind when i first got out i was mm. i was nervous when you, you know? made the decision right right after that did you consider it was it more when life got a little tough that you felt like damn did i make the right choice i didn't it wasn't until i had buddies go to iraq and they started dying you know what i'm saying mm. that i realized that it wasn't a mistake yeah okay you see what I'm saying? It was like, okay. Yeah. It was a good decision. Now, in hindsight, right? Yeah. It, it actually ended up being a good decision. But just a lot of the mistakes I made, man, was just it was just lessons, man. Absolutely. It, it was just lessons that was necessary to become who I'm becoming right now. So, like, for me. Give me a mistake. Like, what was a mistake? All right. So, so if I was to ask myself that question. I'm asking you. Okay. It's, it's definitely... When when I committed that crime, oh right, okay. yeah, that ultimately rerouted my life. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. So at the moment, and even in retrospect, it was a mistake mm-hmm. because it affected someone else's life. Right. You feel what I'm saying? It 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 brought a lot of pain to people. Mm-hmm. So so yes, it was a mistake. But but okay. if I can go back. I wouldn't undo that. Right. I wouldn't. That's what I'm saying about mistakes being the, the, the being the, the lesson. But but here's the thing. Like a lot, the, you viewed it as a mistake. I did. It, and it is a it was a the mistake. The world views it as a mistake. Yeah. But it took that mistake for you to for things to shift in your mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. But but here's the thing. There's a lot of men, there's a lot of people, right, who make mistakes and they don't change pick, them yeah they don't pick up the lessons from those mistakes make the mistake yeah. yeah so so how do you like how do you like if you were to because i'm trying to wake people up right mm. that's one of the things with these podcasts i want you to start picking up on patterns mm. in in your life and your decision making and i you want, didn't have to do that no and the fact that you did it now what are we going to do to change it yeah so that you can benefit from them what we call a mistake, right? But you see, and it's the awareness, right? The self-awareness, the awareness of the situation, being in tune with the 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 lessons buried in the pain. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Because a, a lot of people, they they just, I think it's I think it's the it's, it's the aftermath of the lesson and the way that they compute that that kind of separates. All right, I'm gonna learn from this, or I'm gonna just let this bring me down a little bit further. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And. I just want people to be mindful of that. Like you, you have to realize that what may seem like a misstep is really just a redirection, right? But you, but you have to catch that. Mm. You can't continue to repeat the same mistakes, and because the lessons, the, the 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 value of the lesson is taking that information and now adjusting your your thought pattern, your behaviors, your routines, or something. You got to take some sort of tangible action. After you make that mistake, quote unquote, what the mistake. Is what is it that makes it a mistake? Like, like I'll give you an example. Is it the consequences? 
that you face, the fear of the consequences that change it, that change your life? For me, or it, is it the mistake? Like, or is it the activity or the mistake, the action? For me, or is it? Yeah, damn, I fuck around, get locked up. Yeah, and that's what it, it was for me, man. It was the pain associated with the experiences that followed that action. Mm. That for me, like, pain is the best teacher for me. It's always been. You know, I always had to touch the fire. I, I could have people telling me, well, in the past, I'm, I'm not like that anymore. But I've had people in the past telling me, listen, don't touch the fire. Don't touch the fire. Gotta touch it. I have to touch it. Yeah. I had to. Yeah. You know? So I'm not, a, I'm, that's the, the type of learner that I've always been. Mm. Until now, I'm old enough and wise enough. And, 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 you can learn from other people's mistakes. Yeah, that's a fact. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a fact. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's a lot of value in that, man, because we live in an age where we have access to so much information, so many people's stories, so many people's testimonies, where we don't have to touch the fire anymore. You feel what I'm saying? Like, we were so isolated back in the days because we didn't have the all, internet. No, we didn't have that. Bro. Yeah. We didn't have that. So that changes the game. That changes the game on so many levels, bro. Mm-hmm. We can we could talk five hours about how the internet changed the game. Yeah, that's a fact. Period. But it definitely changed the game. Oh, for sure. You know, but just in, in this conversation, again, man, I just kind of want to just plant seeds in people's minds. Like, these may be things that people are not even thinking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like... It's so easy to get caught up into in, in the loop of life. You feel what I'm saying? Like things happen. I gotta, you know, figure it out. Da da da, da And not really like looking for the jewels in each and every moment, mm. each and every day. Like not to not to sound, you know, cliche. Nah, but, but the whole play to the podcast is to sound cliche. Is is that the cliches are real? Yeah, it's real. I guess. Yeah, and just give it some more insight, some more context exactly. on these we cliches. We just giving the cliches the reality. We yeah. bringing it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. That's true. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's what it's about. This, this, the, the cliches. Like, I know this. Anytime somebody ever said, I know this is going to sound cliche. Yeah. It, it, it yeah. just means, look, bro, I know you've heard this before. Yeah. <laughs> right? I know people say this, but. Yeah. And, and that's to that point, man. And that's something that I, I've noticed a lot, too. Man. As my life started pivoting and, and started getting a lot better financially, mentally, physically. A lot of the cliches that I come across in books or on the internet, they apply so but well. What what was it that 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 made the change happen for you? Like, what was it? What was the real thing that that made you say, "I'm not going to be 300 and something pounds anymore"? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be. What was the thing though? The the thing inside of you that said, "I want to do something different for my lifestyle," or even did your journey start out as a lifestyle? Or did it start out as a, I just want to lose 50 pounds? Or if I could just lose 25 pounds before homecoming like everybody else. Yeah, I mean, I, I had my period to, to, to backtrack a little bit before the moment mm. for me, right? Because I struggled with my weight for a while, man. A while. I've had that, you I just want to lose 20 pounds, you know, and I'm going to do some stupid ass diet mm. to lose weight. I've done that. I've done that. Probably 50 times Lost weight Gained it back You feel what I'm saying It wasn't until I, I addressed the issue From what I think Is the root Which Which is My mindset And you know My habits My My identity mm. You feel what I'm saying Like once I changed 
once I made the decision to change my identity and I started moving differently, I started thinking differently. So, so to answer your question, it was a, it was a lot of things, man. It wasn't one thing. It was the fact that I had made this quote unquote mistake. Mm -hmm. That was kind of the thing that initiated the serious change in my mental. Mm -hmm. Um, and the risks that uh, that that came with that as far as you know how it affected my my life my kids life mm. um i was you know my health was very fragile mm. you know the doctor was looked me in my face and told me if you didn't change your lifestyle you're gonna die wow straight up like you're gonna die you know, I, I looking back, I got pictures. I look like my face was about to explode, bro. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like I just looked to, I, not not just fat. I just looked unhealthy. Yeah. I had unhealthy habits. I had unhealthy. I had unhealthy relationships. I had an unhealthy relationship with myself. Mm. My wow. mind, and not to not to That's say, deep. yeah, real That's rap deep, though. I had a very toxic relationship and that's with myself. People that need to hear that, that that you know what I'm saying, because I think the listeners know that they're experiencing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like having an unhealthy relationship with yourself. That's valuable because it's 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 like that. Mm -hmm. I'm like that right now. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I, my weight fluctuates. Right. I might go up, down, and I look at it like. I just saw a dude walking down the street the other day, and I said, this is what exactly what I thought in my head. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I said, yo, did my fucking stomach ever get that big? Take me the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm ready to die. Get fucking, I, I want you to fucking, because he was a skinny dude with the stomach way out. That means that mm. it's almost conscious. It's almost like you know this is yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. Like, I ride by Wendy's, bro. That's almost worse than, than your whole body bro. getting fat. I write. It is worse. That's what. That was my point, boy. It's worse. I ride by Wendy's, right? Yeah. This is this is last night. I ride by Wendy's. I make it by because I try. I try not to go that way because I love fucking Wendy's so much that I try not to even go in the direction that the Wendy's is. Wendy's is on Holland. Yeah. I you take Rosemont. <laughs> And that's a good idea. You got to do stuff like that. You got to stay out your own way. Bro, I took Rosemont and hooked the right turn to get to the Wendy's. Oh, you I went anyway. <laughs> <laughs> two junior bacon cheeseburger, two, two chicken nuggets, and a, and a chocolate shake. Yo. And I felt it in the morning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then my daughter comes in there, and one day I told you about that. And she was like, Daddy, you, you having a baby? I was like, oh, shit. It's stuff like that, bro. Like little shit like yeah. that. The little those. Yeah. And I'm like, I gotta do something to contain this health thing, man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it, and, I, and I know everything in time. Yeah. But everybody can't say that. Everybody can't say in time tomorrow. I just lost one of my good friends. Yeah, that, that's true. And, and you know, my whole process, everything I want to do is today is tomorrow. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We spoke about that. Didn't yeah, yeah. I've been writing about it. Okay. That's the name of my book. Today yeah, yeah, is yeah. tomorrow. I, I started to say that. I didn't know yeah, if you yeah, wanted no, to. No, okay, no, okay. Definitely. Okay. Today is tomorrow. That's what I've been writing. And, and and it's about procrastination. It's also about 
understanding that everything is a, is everything is a fight. Do you hold on? Let me stop you for a yeah. second. Do you? I think procrastination. That term is so thrown around so loosely. Why? I think I think procrastination honestly is 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 a fancy way to say lazy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like. Yeah, we don't like lazy. Lazy sound like you'll pay your bills exactly. on time. Not, it but, sound like you'll take the trash out. And- it's 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 being lazy. Like you you want to delay the discomfort of whatever that action right, is. Right, right. You feel what I'm saying? It's it's just being lazy. You gonna get yeah. it done. I mean, most. Of, I mean, when you feel like when you feel like it. But that's not how the body works. Nah, and it's we need pressure. We need external pressure on ourselves to really like take action. Nah, but. It for real, for real. If you ever want to get ahead, yeah. If you don't want to just tread water, if right. you want to get beyond living check to check, if you want to get beyond just okay, getting clearance from my doctor, like yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm gonna mm-hmm. live another twenty years. Like if you ever want to get above th- those levels, mm-hmm. it's gonna take proactivity. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to be proactive. You have to. You have to get rid of procrastination like execution like we spoke about in the beginning bro mm-hmm. execution when you think about it execute do it now yeah. don't let your mind talk you out of shit your mind will talk you out of it every single time it's a fact bro every time because i just knew i i felt like i did a good thing by taking rosemont <laughs> <laughs> like i felt it in my spirit man and i did a great thing by taking rosemont man and I glanced to the right and I just saw the little redhead chick and I was like, oh, ah, she got me. <laughs> yeah, right. Next thing you know, you yeah. you got your head in that white bag. Yo, it's a fact, yo. Yeah, yeah. It was the red white. Yeah, the red white. Yeah. I love her, man. The, the freckles. Yeah, I, haven't, I haven't had Wendy's, bro. Oh, and don't get it. In that like that shit years. is a drug, man. Because it tastes so much better than McDonald's that it makes you feel like you're doing I re- better than I remember when McDonald's. Wendy's first changed their fries. Yo, that was a game sea salt. They put Bruh. the sea salt on them. It's crazy. Anyway, we're not yeah. about to turn. Yeah, this. definitely. You, you to. take you taking me back to to old fat bricks, man. Yeah. That nigga's still <laughs> in me, boy. <laughs> I, saw you, I saw you eat, bro. You go ahead. That I watched you eat. Fat. I watched you eat nineteen pounds of oatmeal one day. Bruh. It was crazy. <laughs> I said, this, this dude just trying to eat all his oatmeal. Let me get some of that Listen, oatmeal. boy. Oatmeal was crazy, by the way, for the listeners. Oh, yeah. So my listeners. oatmeal is crazy. Mo- most of the listeners who are listening, especially right now in the beginning of the podcast, these yeah. are these are my this is my core, family right core, here. Yeah. Exactly. Like These Brick are the people that know me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they know how I get down with the oatmeal. Oatmeal is crazy, bro. That oatmeal was crazy. I came home, took some instant packs, and put the peanut butter in it. It oh, just right. wasn't the it same. It wasn't the same. Nah, 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 nah. It's not the same. The oats was little. Yeah. I don't like little oats. <laughs> <laughs> the oats was little as shit. Word. But yeah, man, that's 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 crazy, bro. All right, so look, all right. Um, if you can go back ten years, right, with with everything you've learned over the last ten years. What advice would you give to give to your ten your your ten year younger self? What advice, based on what you know right now, what would you tell yourself? Um, have more discipline, man. Mm, powerful. That's have powerful. more discipline, dude. That's powerful. Like you can you can do it. Like you can be, you can do it. Like it wasn't until a few years ago that I really understood the power of discipline. Mm-hmm. And applying that that certain disciplines, man. Because without that, man, you just you just 
Why do you Why do you think people have so much problems being disciplined? I know the answer. We all know, but I, I want it's your perspective. Just, I think on people that. just don't like order. I think people don't like order, bro. I was in the army. I'll give you an example. I was in the army. I had to get up early in the morning and make my bed, right? Yeah. Every morning, you had to get up, make your bed, fold the corners. Then when I got out of the army, I just didn't want to make my fucking bed anymore, right? It was just like, fuck the bed. I don't got to yeah. make the bed. I don't make it my fucking bed. You know what I mean? It was, yeah. And it was like me going again, but not realizing that the discipline of me getting up early to make my bed is the same discipline that it takes to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. It's the same. Or to do 25 push-ups. It's all the same stuff. And it's the same shit. Dis- discipline is such a powerful ingredient, man, to... Because back to execution. Mm. You need discipline to execute. Execute mm. long enough yeah. to yeah. make anything worthwhile. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, if there's so much... There's so much adversity. There's so much, uh, you know, resilience... That it takes to to build anything, to do anything, whether that's weight loss, build a business, da da da, da build a social media, follow, whatever it is. There's so much resilience that that is required that if you don't have discipline, it's you might as well cancel it. It's not going to work out. That's the book. The book is called The Slight Edge. Oh yeah, that's one of my favorites. Come on, man. Jeff Olson's my guy, man. Yes, the the <laughs> principles of compound interest. Yes, man. It, that's it yeah bro that's what we're talking about right now absolutely absolutely even even with working out it's mm-hmm. like when you see a little results mm-hmm. it make you want to work out again. yeah you create the disciplines through doing the activity right and getting results from it see this is my frustration with you dre you're so fucking smart mm-hmm. you're smart you know these things yeah and i still don't have and a fucking still- six pack <laughs> I'm still running around this motherfucker with, with a with a fucking chubby stomach. Yeah, I mean, the, I don't know, man. I, I think I, I think I'm going to start applying the fucking disciplines after the day. You have to. I got to, man, because I'm talking to fucking three thousand people about yeah, exactly, exactly. Fuck, glad y'all don't know how I look. Nah, <laughs> dude, I'm gonna give them your Instagram. Oh shit, I'm dead. And, and it's not. He's not overweight. You feel what I'm saying? Nah. He's not. You, you feel what I'm saying? Like yeah. he can he can afford to lose a few pounds. Don't get yeah. it twisted. Yeah. But my man is how do you how tall are you? Six five? Yeah, I'm about six five. Six five. What do you weigh? You, 262 yeah so we can bring you down a little bit but 225 like that's that's too that's see, too it low. depends i'm not a fan of numbers the like the, it's, it's just how it's the look the look however you however feel you comfortable look, yeah. you know what i'm saying wherever your body finds finds it's because right now because i'm tired of having sex with my girl with a wife beater on okay i can't keep throwing this shit i got i got this. you gotta let i got to control yeah exactly and then and then your wife like, is on her fitness yeah, you know she's saying? grinding. She, yeah, she on her oh, she on her job. She you making you shit. look bad, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't let her kill you know? like this. Yeah. But here's the thing, man. Like, you gotta make this not about what you look like. Yeah. You have Why do you say that? Because when that's not gonna be enough. Like I mean, here, don't get it twisted. That's that that helps. Yeah. But because I I like one of the things I always talk about, your reasons why. Mm-hmm. Will keep you going, bro. It's it, a fact. It, it 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 will make sure you put the disciplines in place. And like for like for me, wh- every time that I that I try to lose weight, when it was about me trying to get into a size 34, 36 jeans, mm. I failed. You feel what I'm saying? It wasn't until it was about me 
living, you know, being healthy, me being around for my kids. It wasn't until me feeling like, all right, it was either me focus on getting healthy or kill myself that you, I took it serious. Do you think people that are overweight, right? Do you think people that are overweight and proud of being big, right? Let's just say a bit. Do you think that that that's real or you think they're hiding behind confidence? No real shit. Yeah, I met yeah, a young yeah. lady. She yeah. was at my comedy show and she was proud. She was just pushing like I'm she was probably 5'5", five, five, 225, 230, mm. maybe 250. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the the fat was stretching her cheeks out. Like yeah. the cheeks was dark skin. So, but my point is, like, do you think that that's real confidence, or they're hiding behind? You know, what I'm saying? like Monique, for example. Monique used to be like, "Oh, you skinny bitches, skinny yeah. bitches, skinny bitches, skinny bitches." Yeah. Now Monique is skinny bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's I like, think, yeah, I, I think it's a defense mechanism for a lot of them. I'm not mm. saying that there isn't an overweight person who is 1,000% comfortable with who they are. You I'm talking I'm saying? about comfortability. I'm talking okay. about the real deal. Like, are you really, are you, when you look in the mirror, yeah. are you, if I had to say yes or no, I would say no, That that's fake. I mean, yeah, right, that, right. That, that you can't, you're not really, nah, I mean, it's just not, na- because I'm a, I'm a big fan of just nature, right? Mm. And it's not natural for our bodies to be to, to carry to around that, that, yeah, that much weight. weight. It's yeah. not a natural thing. It's not that's not how our you know genetics created our bodies and our structures. Right. It's not right. for that. Yeah. So I mean I, I would say no, you, you really can't be even though you that. appreciate the confidence. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You appreciate the confidence, but yeah, you recognize that it's it's, yeah. it's a little because I had that mass confidence before yeah. too, bro. Yeah. and that's why a lot of people <clears throat> like they, Rick, Rick Ross got it. Yeah, like yeah. Rick Ross had now, nah, but he's also on his shit. He trying to he he, he now he, he realizes that he needs to lose the weight. But for eight years he was this dude you never seen him with a shirt on. That's a fact. I saw him with a fur coat with no shirt on on it. I know it was musty. There's no <laughs> other way. There's no other way, bro. I mean, yeah, some people get away with you know as far as like I can never. I don't know. Big wouldn't have done that. No, nah, nah. Big, what do you mean, Big? Hmm. Big nah, was were, not gonna be out here like Gleesh. Nah, 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 nah. It, it, That's a fact. It, it, you, you know what I'm saying? He would not do that. Yeah. He's not gonna be out here with no shirt on, showing 50 million tats. Nah. He wasn't proud of that. I argue if Big was alive, he probably would lost some weight. Yeah, he would have. Hollywood, he was gonna I get that weight off him. Yeah. But um, you know. all right, hold on. Let me. Hello. Hey, baby, you okay? Yeah, we're in the middle of a podcast. I thought I got a little scared when you called me from oh. your cell. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I'll call you after I'm done. I love you. Okay, love you too. All right, bye. She got so big, man. Yeah, crazy. my kid's mom. She just had the baby. She just uh, had a baby. Yeah, a few it. days ago. That's what's up. Man. Yeah, man. I'm so excited because the kids they're like it's excited yeah, about that, yeah. bro. Kids get excited. Yeah, and their stepdad, you know, he's essentially been a dad for seven years right and this is his first you know biological child absolutely so i know he's excited about that man because he's a he's a good dad you know he's been a good dad so yeah you know i hit him up like you know that's a whole this is a whole nother podcast we got this is crazy right here this one that whole conversation so many people can grow from that word from where you evolved to be in on that level so many people can grow from 
that's valuable. But mm-hmm. you want to save that one to the yeah, viewers. Yeah, yeah. We're going to save that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we'll going to save that. that one. That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, definitely. Bro. That's that's yeah. 1.5 million viewers when we get to that point. Absolutely. We got to be strategic with yeah. that, with that <laughs> We got to save yeah. some of these episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fact. Well, it's going to be crazy. You know what I'm saying? This shit's fun though, bro. Yeah, no question. I'm having a ball. This is All fun. I need now is some liquor. Oh, word. I just need a couple Drink shots. Of, yeah. Do, hey. <laughs> do you think? And, and that's the thing. Like, I, and, and I'm very mindful. I don't want. I don't want this to be a fitness podcast. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, feel what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, that's not what I want to do with this. So, but at the same time, we want to be cognizant that people are listening from following yeah. from that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, even though everything ain't gonna be about fitness. It's, it's going to be some life lessons and everything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know absolutely. You'll be able to grow from everything. And that's but because all this is is what we do in the shop. Every they just get a taste of, like we're not putting on no fake voices, nah, no fake. Nah. This is how we talk weekly. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And and the thing, even with my fitness content though, I try to be super mindful of making sure that I don't paint this image of fitness is can take take over your life and you don't. You don't have, you don't drink, you don't party, you don't do this, you don't, you don't yeah. eat burgers, you don't. Nah, that's that's that. I would be, I would be a hypocrite if I try to make it seem like that. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So this podcast, I want to further let them in to on, on my personal, more level. personal. Yeah, with, of it's just not always just fitness because my YouTube is mainly just fitness stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to expand my brand through other platforms. But I think this is going to be more valuable because they get the chance to see. It's like imagine if we can see Oprah Winfrey when she just chilling in the crib. Word. That would be valuable. Facts. Like right now, if Oprah had a podcast, we listening. That's a fact. She do though. No, I'm talking about like, you know what I'm saying? We can see her. I'm just saying in general, like, yeah. it's Oprah. You know what I mean? So, but if we got the chance to see Oprah before she was Oprah do a podcast, we'd be excited. That is a fact. That is definitely a fact. Imagine Tyler Perry doing a podcast, just using him as an example, mm-hmm. when he was trying to create a character called Medea. Word, word. That's that's real. It would be like, and 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 what's that's what's happening here is like this is underground. Mm-hmm. It's before you get to see it, before you get to see us uh, on the hills of L.A. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The- absolutely. And that's the <clears throat> thing. That's why, because even five years ago when I started my fitness journey, yeah. I understood the power. I knew where it was going. Yeah, you saw I, it. I knew. I knew where it was going, and I know where this brand is going, and I know where you're gonna, where you're going with mm-hmm. your with your endeavors. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is gonna be this time period. These mm-hmm. years right here, valuable man. Th- these are the years that we're gonna be like when we're sitting. At the beach house in Malibu, we're gonna be like, yo, you remember them times? You you came to my two bedroom apartment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We we just had the computer and the mic. We just chilling. And we yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we had these conversations, you know, b- b- yeah. between us, we we had a couple grand or whatever, whatever, but mm-hmm. we ain't had no bread for real. Yep. These yep. are the times that we're gonna be romantic about mm-hmm. speaking it's about. A fact. So the fact that we have so much footage and, and audio and mm-hmm. pictures. That's gonna, bro. We'll be able to, we'll, we'll be able to do powerful things with this stuff this, right I'm here. I'm telling bro. you, these, this conversation today, this podcast today, is gonna help somebody thirty years from now. That's a fact. I believe it. I believe it. That's and a that's, fact. That's it. Like even your story. That's why I'm so proud. I'm proud of you, brother. Thank you. I'm proud of you because I watched it. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody Word. else is seeing a product of. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I'm, it's almost like 
I get emotional every time I see the 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 video, the intro video to the to, to the, the, the YouTube. To, yeah, yeah, word. Because it's like, yeah. yo, that's crazy. Every time I'm like, this is this is, it's it it lets me know that it's possible. Word. That dreams really come true, and that's all I want to do is and let that people know discipline that. works. That's it. It's that's the that's the main ingredient right there. That's it, man. That's the main ingredient. And the thing is, I didn't have discipline before. I developed it on that journey, right through mm. fitness, and I took that discipline that I developed through fitness and I applied it to. Yo, I remember being in a barbershop over ten years ago. This is probably eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And we had an argument about whether fat weighed more than did muscle. Did muscle. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. Wow. That was. Cr- I remember that. You remember that, right? I do faintly, but I do remember yeah. it. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. Damn, man. Yeah. yeah. And I, my argument with that was that fat. Doesn't weigh more than muscle because nothing weighs more, more than, than anything. Nothing. Exactly, a pound of feathers weighs the same as a pound of fat, a pound of water, a yeah, pound of whatever. It's, it's a, a pound. pound. Yeah, that's Simple. a fact. But how it looks on your body is different. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We carry it different. It, ca- it, it sure. carry. It takes up different amount of space. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. For sure. Like, like pr- I'm looking at you right now. You look big as shit in your arm area, right? Mm. But when I brought my sports jacket to you, remember? I was, yeah. I was letting you try that sports jacket on. Yeah. And the sports jacket was dumb tight on my arms and my arm, but it it was loose on, on you. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. to this day, I don't know how the fuck that happened. Because mm. your arms look bigger than mine. Yeah, but it yeah. was tighter on my arms than it was than on me. Arms. Yeah. And that's crazy. I had a I had a uh, someone who purchased my 12-week transformation jumpstart program. Mm-hmm. They DM me. They're like, yo, Briggs, I'm seeing the change in the mirror, but I'm not seeing it on a scale. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? My, my program is a lot of uh, compound movements, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of the basics, push, pull, hinge, you know what I'm saying? Like movements where you're working multiple muscles, right? Mm-hmm. And when you're doing, when you're working multiple muscles, this these are the type of exercises that really stimulate a lot of muscle growth. You feel what I'm saying? Because it, it elicits a lot of uh, a high ho- hormone resp- response. Mm-hmm. And especially in the beginning, if you haven't been lifting a long time, it don't take you, it don't take you nothing for you to build muscle quick, right? Right. right. So he, he's sh- shrinking, mm-hmm. but the number on the scale is not changing. And I, I say that to say, you know, back to, I, I, I don't care about the scale. The right. scale is not important. That number is so elusive. It, it There's so many factors and that number, like you can go up seven pounds one day and go down four pounds the next day. Like yeah. you feel what I'm saying? So I do it. Yeah, exactly. So forget the scale. Anyway, I, I, I got a little off topic. Let me uh, let me see what was the next thing I wanted to talk about. But all interviews get off topic. Yeah, yeah. they always. And if you, re- I watch the Breakfast Club. Is it's always off topic. Yeah, Drink champs. They always get it because. People want to talk, but yeah, and that's what that's makes the, the the entire experience organic. Yeah. Like we're just that's what makes it authentic. We're just we're just talking. All right, um, all right. If you had to sum up some experiences or conditions from your childhood that made you who you are today, what would that be? Just my surroundings, man. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm from uh, I'm from Chicago, from the South Side. South side, uh, you know, a very, um, very small projects. Well, big projects technically called All Gill Gardens, mm-hmm. right? And it's seventeen blocks, right? 
and 17 blocks of bricks. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just like, just every house looking like, yeah. it's just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know what the inside of your house look like. Yeah, because it's, it's like my house. Yeah. <laughs> Pipes running through the apartments. Yeah. Right? And, um, you know, and um, just violence, man. You know, it's just a lot of violence in the city. You familiar? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of violence. You see that, you know, and, and it was my mentors growing up. I didn't realize they was mentors, but most of my mentors growing up was drug dealers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In hindsight, when I look back at it. Pause. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. Pause. Go when ahead, I look back that. at that situation, <laughs> it's, it, it, I learned a lot from those men. Yeah. Right? I learned a lot. Like, even being a drug dealer, they had a certain level of discipline, mm-hmm. a certain level of motivation that got them up in the morning. I believe all real G's, mm-hmm. they got a they got a, a level of integrity that goes beyond the the just like the street goon. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, yeah, it, you know what I'm saying. I do. That. I know exactly then what the, Then the knucklehead. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? For but, sure. But continue. My bad. No, I'm good. But- yeah, that and I just saw a lot of that. I saw a lot of violence, right? And I'm realizing at that moment that I'm living in an environment that is not really fit for me to live in anymore. Mm-hmm. I learned that at an early age. I was 12 years old. I realized that you know what I'm saying. I'm ducking gunshots and yeah, and you know, and, and people don't talk about post traumatic stress disorder. We don't talk about PTSD. It's a real thing, but it's real for sure. Yeah. And it's not just like from war. Yeah, it, it, like several nah, different experiences Anything. in our life can cause that. Yeah. Seeing absolutely. somebody die, yeah, absolutely. Witnessing it's a real somebody thing. get shot. I think mental health in general is just underspoken about. I agree. I agree. Underspoken it's, about. It's, yeah, I agree on several levels too. Because mm-hmm. when we think mental health, we think like crazy. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. like no, nah, it's it's way, it's, way it's things that. that trigger how you react to shit. Absolutely. That's a part of your mental health. All right, we can wrap it up soon. No yeah, doubt. Right, um, this was solid. I have fun here, man. Where? And I'm gonna remember this little bedroom, man. This no little doubt. room. Like this, this is, is my gonna be office slash my yeah, kids. I like it though. It's this real set. I got the library. We looking. We look. We on to something. I yeah, like, yeah. It's just, yeah. It's my little the, workspace. The, the vision board. The the you know. Yeah. Exactly. This is dope, man. This is impressive. I I, I appreciate you coming by, man. I yeah. look forward to doing this. More often with you, bro. I'm always available with this, you, man. This is this is gonna be big, bro. Yeah, I see it. The Get Well Get Money podcast is gonna be yeah. Get Well Get Money major. Man. You know what? Get Well Get Money. That's yeah, my man. My man. I appreciate you, bro. Thank you, brother. Later.